Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Norwin Pinoka. Oh. Shana Goldman. Martin Byron, three names to keep in mind as we roll through the next hour here on Sabres Live. Hunchy, might I be, feisty, Marty said off air he might be, spicy actually was the word. Because of the t-shirt, for those on MSG, I'm wearing my sriracha hot chili sauce t-shirt. Bring in the heat. Because of the uh, low supply of sriracha uh, hot sauce that's going on. So how much would you pay for a bottle, given its limited quantity worldwide <laughs> i wouldn't get well, sriracha's i'd get frank's hot so what if there's what a would... trickle down and frank ends up feeling the brunt of this too okay um i'm not a big hot okay so if you let's say there was a i'm going to use a different example there was a ketchup. shortage of ketchup <laughs> then i would be paying a boatload or i would find a way to try to make my own i'm telling you right now if i had the the insider information that ketchup would be in the shortage in a few months, mm-hmm. I would be the one at the store to buy five cases. Like seriously, okay. I cannot go without it. So my Sriracha insider is Sriracha Sam. I do not yes. know Ketchup Kate. Um, she is allegedly a source on that front. We will endeavor through the course of either today or maybe in the next week. This could take a while um, to get to the bottom of it. Now what we've also been kind of trying to do this week, like everybody's trying to do at this time of year is figure out mm, potential openings, um, still future transactions to be made by the Sabres as, especially as their forward group, uh, you know, eventually comes into play through training camp and the preseason, i.e. the Quinn absence and due to injury and Victor Olofsson status. Now we dove deeply into uh, Victor's 28th birthday a couple of days ago and just tried to balance the the ledger as far as how one can view Olafson as a player yes. at his age of 28 this far along in his career the potential for turnaround or improvement in certain defensive metrics based on who he plays with and perhaps a, a bump back up in ice time based on the fact that he's been in a decline in that regard the last few years even though he had a career high 28 goals last season. That led us down the path yesterday of, you know, other names that might be out there through unrestricted free agency or, you know, like 
the brave nature of going after a restricted free agent, uh, either acquiring rights. One that has not filed for arbitration because you cannot offer sheets somebody that filed for arbitration. So it's limited, but there is options out there. And so Victor makes 4.7. It was suggested yesterday by one of us that maybe Alexi Lafreniere could be approached on an offer sheet to the highest tune of 4.2 before you would have to pay more than a second round pick if the Rangers didn't match. One name that we didn't pursue yesterday because he did not fall into the unrestricted category or the restricted category, but his name has been out there a few times, although your buddy Danny B has been kind of quiet lately. So I don't know whether that means the door is closed on Travis Konechny who's a $5.5 million player coming off of his greatest goal-scoring season to date as he has joined the 30-goal realm in the NHL. How does one view what Briere is doing with Philadelphia, whether he and Jones and Tortorella are playing coy right now with the projection of their roster for this coming year? We know, in theory, what they're attempting to do, but we still don't know how many more parts they may get rid of, i.e. the Konechny's, the Lawton's, and others. So the way that I see it is that I think Danny Breer and Keith Jones, as now the president of hockey operations, probably look at the numbers. They look at, uh, you know, projections for what is Konechny next contract as well, because Travis Konechny has two years left at five and a half. And Mm -hmm. if he is the type of player that you say, well, he's going to be a 70-point guy. Like, he had 60 point, 61 points in 60 games last year. Maybe he's a point-of-game guy. Well, a point-of-game guy in the NHL is eight, eight and a half million? Like, I mean, are you willing to pay Travis Konechny that money in two years from the, down the road? And who needs so, to? Huh? But who needs to? You've got a player for two years, which is worth more well, than I, just I, about I, any draft pick or prospect you're willing to part with at this yes, point. Yes, but in I'm just saying, like, you make projection, right? You're the new GM. You look at all your players and you say, what do we have them now? Oh, sorry. What you're looking at it from Philly standpoint. Yeah, From yeah, Philly yeah. standpoint. You look at that projection, right? But here's the thing. That's why I think that the rumors have cooled off on Travis Konechny is because right away, Danny Briarki Jones have said, we're open for business. Give us a call. Like anybody on the on the roster, we will talk about it, right? They have made that clear. But then what happens is that you sit with your coaching staff and you talk about next year and the roster. And I can guarantee you, you that Travis Konechny is probably one of John Tortorella's favorite player on the team. He, he is this coach's type of player, a hard-nosed player that puts up point, that block shots that can kill penalties if you want to, that can play power play, that has a physical edge to his game. So now, if you're Danny Briere and your coach is like, I I need to have some type of players to be able to, to guide this locker room the right direction. So all of a sudden it cools off, right? Because right away you're open for business and then it cools off. But if I was a general manager, one of 31 around the NHL, I'd keep calling Philly every week. Hey, mm-hmm. What's happening with that guy that makes five and a half million for the next two years and is a forward and can play the left or the right wing? Like you, you can always keep tabs, right? You see where the tone of the conversation goes. Um, I think that I would make those phone calls weekly 
just to see. I'd mm -hmm. call other teams to see what other teams may be involved in it, but I'd keep a close eye on it because if the Flyers decide to go completely the other way, mm -hmm. um, which maybe they will do at some point with young players and maybe Travis Konechny is the type of guy that you can go and, and get in a trade. Arbitration hearing is underway today for Philip Kurashev, so we can celebrate that a little later on with also other pending arbitration hearings as Shana Goldman will join us at the bottom of the hour. And that means it's actually not Friday, so we're moving up the delight of Shana's presence one day so we can uh, focus a little more on, I don't want to let the cat out of the bag, but uh, some alumni appearances tomorrow, thanks to our good friend Danny Gare. And, um, Shana's got a lot to talk about, obviously, and there have been some signings, some of them avoiding arbitration hearings in the last 24 hours, Gabe Velarde most notably with Winnipeg. But, you know, we're starting to close the window a little quicker on the number of arbitration potential arbitration cases remaining, because as of this morning before the Kuroshev hearing, 13 of the 24 that were scheduled had already be, been settled and there is still greater likelihood that the bulk of that remaining 11 does, in fact, get done before most yes. of the hearings roll around into next week. But Kurashev aside, Konechny is the more interesting name for us at the moment. When I say Travis Konechny, what do you think of as far as impact, value to his team and potential trade acquisition cost? Okay, well, obviously the Flyers would be looking at young players, right? They'd be looking at draft picks, uh, recent draft picks, maybe even uh, potential draft pick in the upcoming year, uh, NHL roster players, but young uh, guys, maybe in their first or second year. Um, so the Sabres have plenty of that, right? I, I hate to say it because, you know, poor Peyton Krebs is going to become Ryan Johnson of the last few years. He's going to be included in every trade, right? Because I think that... Peyton Krebs, um, when you look at the prospects and the young players that have now developed through the Sabres, I'm thinking, well, he may be one that still has very high value, has played in the NHL for a while, was, uh, you know, a first-round pick of the Vegas Golden Knights, and then you can throw him in there as a trade. The player that maybe Philadelphia can see a lot of upside in Peyton Krebs. But if you look at the Sabres roster, where does Peyton Krebs really fit? I mean, he's not getting center position over Tate Thompson or Dylan Cousins, maybe not even over Casey Middlestat. So you're saying it's it's more of a depth player right now for the Buffalo Sabres. So I think that's what you're looking at if you're looking at trading for Travis Konechny. Uh, but again, if I'm the Sabres, I'm looking at, at one, one spot and one spot only right now is how do you fill the absence of Jack Quinn? Would mm -hmm. Travis Konechny be a good fit there alongside Dylan Cousins and J.J. Paterka? I feel like I want J.J. Paterka to turn into a bit of Travis Konechny, a bit of a hard-nosed player. That, But imagine if you had those two on the same line with a Cousins who's much bigger and stronger mm -hmm. in the middle. I think you would, you would have a top six that any team would want, right? So that, to me, is is why I think the Travis Konechny discussion is interesting. If if Jack Quinn was there, fully healthy, if you had Cousins, Paterka, your top six was there mm -hmm. fully healthy, maybe you don't need to, to throw everything but the kitchen sink at Travis Konechny and the Flyers. But right now, I feel like there could be a need. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and and listen, Flyers would probably take a flyer on Victor Olsen as well, like a guy that can score goals. Uh, they, they would like goals and maybe a, another reclamation project going the other way. Well, I look at it more from the Olsen standpoint than the Quinn standpoint. So, like, wouldn't you think that for a marginal increase in salary, 475 for Olsen, 5.5 for Konechny, um, like, does it is it is it worth, in your opinion, moving a pick and a prospect for Konechny with two years of full control? Um, you know, is it is it worth it? Is now the right time? Because we we talk about when to go for it, and you know whether that means going for it in the form of a more veteran goaltender at some point before the season starts. These are all out there for discussion. So yeah. I just think Konechny with term meaning can give you two really 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 good years assuming he's playing with some pretty talented players um i'm just wondering what you you think of the 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 cost out and the value in um well the cost out i i'm not worried about it because the sabers are in my opinion pretty stacked when it comes to replacement players so Mm -hmm. the cost out you know what at some point those players not to be really selfish here, mm-hmm. but a player that has been waiting to get into the NHL and can't because, and is a high level player is going to want out. And there's going to be guys like that, that are going to want to go somewhere else right now. It's great. Buffalo's got great players, great prospects. Rochester is benefiting from those great prospects. But at some point, some of those guys are going to say, I need an opportunity. And if it's mm-hmm. not here, I want it somewhere else. So the cost you know, players out, it doesn't matter. I feel like the Sabres are pretty well stacked when it comes to prospects. Uh, and they keep refilling those, those you know, cabinets with, with better prospects and more draft picks. So uh, I think they're fine. Uh, the opportunity right now to go for it is definitely significant. It's significant. Why? Because I've seen already two projection, point projection for next season. And both of those point projections for next season have the Sabres out of the top four in the Atlantic. I mean, then you're fighting maybe for the second wildcard spot if five teams go in from the Atlantic, but Mm -hmm. you're not in the top four and you're really putting your odds at making the playoffs on the lesser side if you can't break the top four. And I think a lot of it has to come because most experts out there are going to say, well, what about the the goalie situation? But Mm -hmm. if you added Konechny, and you kept the same goaltenders, I think it would flip. I think it would say, well, who cares really? what they have in that? Because now they added another piece up front. And yeah, they are in the top four now. So I think that's the impact that a guy like Travis Konechny would have on the the feel around the NHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's that much of an impact player that he can be. Now, not to flip the script, although I was never really writing a script, uh, I'm guessing you might have sensed you know, an optimism for this player, his defensive metrics are not particularly good. So how concerned are you of that bringing Konechny into a team that was already, as we know, challenged to keep the puck out of their end and ultimately out of their net? Well, um, I'm thinking that the way that they are trying to, number one, add a, a, I don't want to say a different defensive um structure but what mm-hmm. we saw in the last 10 15 games of the season was 
definitely a better understanding of how to grind games out and keep games tight and maybe play that way. So I, I feel like the Sabres learned a lesson that way. I think that the Connor. You Clifton, mean like the seven, six game against Detroit? No, that was not one that was great, <laughs> okay, but it was still a mind. one goal game. So they were able to shut it down at some point and not give up the seven goal, which is yeah. a small victory of itself. Uh, you know, Connor Clifton is going to help. Um, you know, Owen Power in a second year is going to help. Matthias Samuelson playing hopefully 75 games this year. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, that would help. We saw the impact that Samuelson had with him and without him in the lineup. Mm -hmm. So that to me is a big difference. So, um, yeah, the defensive numbers weren't great. When you look at the expected goals against, the Sabres were in the bottom five of the league at five on five. That mm -hmm. can't happen. You have to be top 15. Like, you cannot play your games with um, – complete abandonment of your defensive structure. It has mm -hmm. to be a point of impact, especially now that you've developed an offensive identity. You know you can score goals. You know you can still win a game 4-2 by playing a little bit more careful defensively. You have the talent to do it. But I'm I'm asking more specifically, what are you gaining? If Olofsson can score 28 and Konechny can score 32, but both are not strong in the same area, what are you gaining here? You're gaining a physical side of a game, a bit okay. of a, a more grit. Uh, he I, also can't wear number 11. So would that affect him? Uh, well, he used to wear, I no, that was Barzal. Barzal used to wear 97. Him and Connor McDavid both had the number 97 when they played youth hockey, which I, I felt like it was a little bit weird. But anyway, um, I, no. I, I don't think the numbers would worry so much. He'd wear 111. He'd be the first player to go with three numbers, one, one, one. Um, you could fit that because there'd be skinny numbers yeah. in the back. Yeah. You could really fit it. Uh, no, I think you'd gain a physical player, a player with an edge. We talked about one-on-one -on -one battles yesterday, winning one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one battles, being able to get puck recoveries. Um, I think you would get definitely that on top of what Victor Olsen has been able to do. And you would be getting somebody that, like I said, would be a point, a game player. I think there's a lot more facets to connect in his game. Yes, the defensive side hasn't been great, but also Philly for a long time was not good defensively and was not getting good goaltending. Last year right. was the first year that John Tortorella tried to build more of a defensive structure and mm -hmm. Carter Hart was a little bit better. So, uh, you know, if... If it's trending the right direction, or at least st stabilizing, I think we'd be okay. You want a trivia question? Always. I mean, it's made up, obviously. It's really, really, really unique parameters here. Travis Konechny, among players who made between 5 and 5.999 million, Travis Konechny was sixth in goals last year among players in that salary range. Can you name the five other players ahead of him who were in that five to 5.9 cap hit range? I would not be able to start because I would name somebody that would be making 9 million. I'd say, oh, that person's making nine. No, you're really good at this. I think I'm just, I, I think I've caught you. I've blindsided well, you to use our summary. I don't word. even know, like what was Konechny's uh, numbers last year? So he had 31 goals. Yeah. So on, on this list, we have a 41-goal scorer, a 40-goal scorer, a 39, a 37, and a 36 in front of him. 
Okay. Uh, and Eastern uh, or Western Conference? Um, all West. All Western. That's going to make it clue. a lot tougher. No, it narrows it down. <laughs> okay. Um, one guy that comes to mind is Carter Verhage, but I don't know what his wrong conference. Uh, non oh, oh, he's wrong. He's East. That's right. <laughs> I see how I started okay. my, my okay. My so day. okay, so I, I think you were right. You're not going to get this. Adrian <laughs> Kempe scored 41 times. He has okay. the exact same cap hit as Connecting. Okay. Jared McCann has a five million cap hit and scored 40 for the first time in his career. The best okay. first year player in the NHL last year was Andre Kuzmenko. Yes. He just wasn't eligible to win the Calder. He scored 39 times, and now has a 5.5 cap hit moving forward. Okay. The most, do you ever go through what I just went through two hours ago when researching? Do you ever go through the, what was I watching last year phase of your processing? Oh, like many times. Like so, surprised by a player's performance on a bad team that but, I was like, I didn't know he did that well. Okay. Well, this was actually on a good team. Oh. And at age 30, he's got this cap hit moving forward forever. And he had never, ever, 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 ever come close to numbers like this. Oh, is Ryan Nugent? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. 37 goals and 104 104 points. points. And his cap hit moving forward is 5.125, which now, if he comes anywhere close to these numbers, he becomes the best bargain in the NHL. Like we sit here and talk about Tage Thompson and Dylan Cousins. Like yes. Ryan Nugent Hopkins was nowhere close to being a point of game in his career. Imagine nowhere you've close. got he's, Leon Seidel and Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and you're paying them 14 million together. It's unbelievable. That's like this crazy. season for Nugent Hopkins, and I'm sure they do this in Edmonton all the time. It is one for the ages. Like imagine what you would be doing. Imagine how we would be talking about a saber player who typically just you know played well was trusted that's why you could never walk away from him you had to extend him right yeah but he's likely only going to get you 60 points 60's fine 60's 60 is good. good it's good One, 104 yeah <laughs> it's so off the charts and the next guy on that goal scoring list in that salary range was his teammate zach hyman who scored 36 times uh, yeah so imagine is, you're paying zach hyman five and a half and you're paying ryan nugent hopkins 5.125 5. Yeah. Like this is the world upside down. But it's like, also literally. what you needed when you have superstars like McDavid and Dreisaitl, right? Yes. Like you have to have value guys and they hope that they've found another one in kind of the, you know, the hopefully returning to full health Connor Brown, right? Like well, that's kind of, that's what they were are hoping is going to be their significant offseason move. But it's kind of a David effect right there saying yeah. that I was going to go and like kidnapped him from his house for him mm -hmm. to come and play with the Oilers. Well, so this is always, I always like just trying to put it into perspective, like as opposed to us just sitting here and talking about Travis connecting and people can have their opinions. Like let's try to put him in the cap hit box that he's in. So we're talking about the Kempe's McCann's Nugent Hopkins, Hyman's of the world and right behind him. Raquel, Marcia so, Riley Smith, you know, guys like that, good players. And then you just have to figure out, okay, is it worth it? And is that something you should make a play for? I I think it's an interesting, I, I don't know how many people would be that disappointed 
if Buffalo went out and got Travis Konechny. But of course, it always comes down to acquisition costs. So you know, but I, I, if I, if we found somebody that would be disappointed that the Sabers got Travis Konechny, I would have to sit down, have a major sit down, go for lunch, try to understand that person's mindset because. Even if you overpaid for Travis Konechny, mm -hmm. the goal is to win. The goal mm -hmm. is to try to put, and now listen, I'm not saying if, and, and most likely the Flyers are not going to move Konechny right now. So okay. I'm not saying that the Sabres are failing to try to get better by not acquiring Konechny. I'm just saying that's the one player that was rumored that we've talked off air plenty of times that we want to circle back because of the Olofsson conversation, because of the UFA conversation, the RFA conversation, and think that, you know what? Like, there's still some options out there for moves to be made. And mm -hmm. Travis Konechny is still one of them if it was to be made available. Now, again, we're not in those conversations, so um, I don't think that there's many conversations happening right now. But if it was to, or if tomorrow we found out that Konechny got traded to the Seattle Kraken. Like we'd be like, what, what just happened here? Like, what is the, the, you know, what is the return and how could the Sabres have made that happen? Well, that's an interesting example because the Kraken are one of the teams most loaded with $5 million players. So he would fit right into their wheelhouse. It's incredible how many they have. And unfortunately they missed his presence during the back half and their playoff yeah. run in Andre Burakovsky. But yes. they have a lot of guys in that exact range, and it seems to be working for them right now, obviously long before you have to get Veneers and others perhaps into a different stratosphere contractually. Yes. Happy birthday. Remember, we talked a lot about Victor Olofsson's 28th. Happy <laughs> birthday, Brett Murray. Big Brett Murdoch is, uh, is 25 today. Has his latest deal with the Sabres. It's of the two-way variety, and he is one of many that enters camp this fall with who knows? Maybe that one last opportunity in this organization to really prove that he can take that next step. Agree? What are you willing to do, right? That's what I think the line for training camp this year should be. What are you willing to do? Are you mm. willing to play out of character? Are you willing to battle hard, even in practice for that last spot? Are you willing to, you know, take preseason games, not as a tuned up type of game and more of a statement type of game. And I think for Brett Murray and many others, that's the question. What are you willing to do? How far are you willing to go to mm -hmm. get there? Um, that's why training camp this year is going to be very interesting because of the battles that will ensue pretty much all over the place. Because even on defense, the Sabres have nine defensemen listed on cap friendly right now. Like mm -hmm. you can't keep nine could probably keep seven, maybe eight if you want to. There's going to be battles everywhere. So Brett Murray, everybody else, come to camp ready to answer that question. What are you willing to do? But happy are birthday. You, are <laughs> you willing to take a break for Shana Goldman on a Thursday afternoon? Of course you are. So Shana's coming up, and so too is the option right now for you to get involved as a half-season plan member. We've got 22 game plans. Choose between the Royal and the Gold plans. Uh, become a half-season member, and you can receive access to exclusive events, savings on box office prices, the Sabres store, and more. Visit sabres.com slash memberships to learn early. Do not adjust your set. It is Thursday, and Shana Goldman is next on Sabres Live.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.